came here to say. Who wanted from the junk? Came here to say. get exactly what you want. Came here to say that he really wanna win us. Yeah, enough, you know. We came here to say that he really wanna win us. Yeah, yeah. It's what show. made that shit my ringtone now i don't know why it's like become a staple in my life now because it's fire it Yo, really your hairline is pushed back <laughs> <laughs> you got a big ass forehead <laughs> I do. I do. yeah i did <laughs> he was, ready, oh, he was waiting for that one. That was, was, was <laughs> that in. Was That's what you was doing. Okay, I got you. Well, we wouldn't start any other way, huh? Yeah. Nope, absolutely not. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to episode 139 of the Your Sports Show. I am your host, Big Baby, a.k.a. the soul of R&B. To the bottom left, Mr. Five Head himself. Five Head? I'm not the five head. He's the five head. Bottom hey, left. You know, y'all made me too young for this. Y'all yeah, remember this cartoon called Wayne's World? Yeah. Wayne yes. Head yeah. or whatever. Wayne yeah. Head. About Wayne Head. That's what I'm talking Wayne about. Wayne Head. Wayne Head. And Pete got the Bobby's World haircut. Facts. Yo, Matt, Matt, you look like the dude from like from House Party that was chasing kid and play around. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about class act. Yeah. I think that's what you're talking about, class act. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw the meme with him the other day too. That's the crazy thing. Main character. Oh, BK Matt. And at the top, top of the pyramid. Oh, you got your socials on? You put your socials inside the Okay. We have the Queen. Queen Tay. What's up, y'all? She outside. I'm outside, y'all. That's what's up. Yeah, outside. Was good, Earl. Nah, you see, na 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 fam. Because I went to Baltimore a couple weeks ago, right? And fam, I asked fam for a restaurant res- reservation or a recommendation, and he dead ghosted me. Ooh. Yeah. What's up, Mikey? What's up, Mikey? Oh, Shop business. Uh, so you had you you, you wanted a rest of a reservation to wear though. Like, they come from Maryland. I don't know anything about Maryland other than the wire. Okay, so <laughs> like this. Oh man, Yo. anything from Maryland other than the wire. That's the only thing I know about Maryland, and I think Red Lobster was born out there or something like that. Was it? I think so. Oh, I'll explain the biscuits. Chesapeake what? Bay. I don't know what yeah, that's like, that would explain the biscuit part. You know, Chesapeake and I Bay. ended up eating at the goddamn Cracker Barrel. Why would you do that? That is horrible. I had no oh, recommendations. Oh, he said he, he said he called you a liar. That's what I, that's what I got out of that. So what yeah. happened? To the, what happened to the recommendations? Like I came on, I, I graciously watched y'all's podcast that night, and I actively participated in the conversation. And was like, "Hey, guy, you know, since you're the Maryland dude, where's the recommendations?" And you're like, "I got you, sis." And you know what? You didn't have me. Oh, 
had her eating Cracker Barrel. Like yeah, I was like, barrel. ew. Not Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is the worst. I'm sorry. Nah, I think Waffle House is worse than Cracker Barrel. Thank you. Finally, somebody agreed like with Waffle me. House. I'll never forget. I was in some random town. And the waffle, yeah, I swear on everything. I was so hungry. I just got off a plane. And I was like, I had to drive an hour and a half um, mm. to my hotel. And the Waffle House was like right outside of the hotel. And right. me and a friend walked in and it was completely empty. Even there was no staff. And there were dirty dishes and pots and stuff all over the place. And I'm like, did I just leave a crime scene? <laughs> Not a crime scene. It's Waffle House. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. Surprised I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, There's all, all the best fights. And you know what? I don't. I don't like Denny's either. Huh? I don't yeah. either. Yeah, I don't like Denny's. Don't like black people. Yeah. Denny's is garbage. Yo, we grew up with knowing that Denny's don't like black people, so it's been a thing where you be like Denny's. I'm not gonna what? hold you. The restaurant that I really used to vibe with, and they don't even exist no more, is Shoney's. X, I was producing and being talent. Oh. Oh. Mm. Okay. Also, you know a restaurant trying to kick you out if you black if they start bumping the AC too high. What? Shit, that'll keep me there. What I restaurant you used to vibe with? Now, that might be the Spanish, because you know Spanish people love being outside when it's really hot. If it's too damn cold, you gonna sit in the restaurant where it's freezing cold? You yeah, motherfucker, right. I am. I'd rather yep. do it than it's hot. You, you know what's the equivalent to, to um, what's the name? To Denny's and shit out in Pennsylvania, Dan Perkins. Never heard of that in my life. Yeah. I've heard of it, never been to one. I ain't um, there. Matt, what restaurant you say you, you rock with that don't exist no more? Shoney's. Never heard of that. Sorry. Buff Bagwell and them used to own it. Who? Buff Bagwell. I think he's on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it's the Georgia thing. Like, I don't know if it really. I don't know. The buff thing was rocking. Huh? You went to a restaurant with a man who calls himself Buff and the stuff. I mean, <laughs> Buff has always been the stuff. I mean, but I'm just saying. I don't, I don't think he always owned it. I think he's always. Oh. I don't know if he always yo, been the stuff. Yo. At least for one day. always been the stuff. Um, <laughs> did y'all hear about Dwight Howard's DMs? I mean, it hasn't hit him. It hasn't hit Are they team. worse than Zion's DMs? Yes. 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 <laughs> Hell yes. Queen, Queen, can you please expand on this? Because I knew nothing about this. I'm about so to apparently, Dwight Howard uh, solicited someone off of Instagram to join an orgy with him. It was a man. And sexually, basically, there the person is accusing him of sexual assault. And he was like, um a man did that. I don't care if it's a man or a woman, but you I'm know just like, I'm, I'm giving Pete the gravitas of what's going on. It was a man so saying that the white how was sexually harassed. Sometimes him. you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Wait, Shit. wait, hold on. Let me let me like, so you're telling me. Hold on. So so I was listening to Tay, and Tay said that he solicited somebody. To be in an orgy with him, and now this person saying sexual assault. Are you telling me, Matt, that the he's a man. somebody he's a man was a it w- w- was w- was a grown ass man? Grown ass man, dog. Listen, I'm listen. Sorry. I don't personally swing that way, but to each their own. Have fun. But the, that's the funny part. He said that I'm not gay or nothing, so don't be offended 
I'm just a freak like that. Wait a minute. First off, pause. That's just all the way wrong. Larry, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not. And we also don't know if that second part is gonna happen yet. You might have just shot them in the foot before it happened. What are you talking about? Larry the Yankees are in last place. So I think Larry's trying to get at the fact that we put we let the Yankees be in last place so the Knicks so the Knicks could run this year. And I'm like, <laughs> we don't know if that's gonna happen yet. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Damn. Because Mitchell Robinson still can't play more than six minutes a game. So let's 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 stop. The hell? Shout, shout out to Rufus Lala. I sent I sent the gift over to our friends at the Drive to His podcast, but this it's not about them. So um Dwight Howard out here being a freak. Big freak. <laughs> Big freak. <laughs> Big freak. But you know the problem is, is the difference between being a big freak and being sexually accused of, being, <laughs> right. of battery. Right. You know, so right. Be that as it may, I mean, I usually wait until TMZ picks up things before I, you know. But I don't know if Dwight Howard is a TMZ level celebrity anymore. But nah. Nah, not not in not in China. But you know what? How people? You see how people drag it though. The headlines say. Dwight Howard's alleged sassy messages to a man. <laughs> like, why you? Why they gotta throw shots? Like, it's yeah, not yeah, that. Dwight's playing in Asia right now, right? No. Yeah. Ain't playing. Yeah, Dwight yeah. was in Asia, right? He was he in was. Asia. He was. He was, he was, he was so, God so over there, bro. Listen, could it have been okay? Uh, a Lady Boy Bangkok situation where he didn't know. It seemed like it was a. It seemed like it was a regular like. He he literally said, and oh, I read the text message because it just it, it it left me befuddled. Of course, you read the text messages. Of course, I read the text. Messages. I, I read the text messages. <laughs> too. Was like, send me. He, Matt called it up. Send me the transcripts immediately. I, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> it's, it's sports related news, and we are reporting it. Thank you. Queen. Oh, you. Oh, you do your job, but when I ask you to send me that other story, you ain't sending it to me. Yeah, you gonna put it on me. Right. You brought it to the table. I'm just saying, like, it, like it seemed like it was like. Big in the media for, for like an hour, and then everybody started talking about it. So I was like, All right, I guess it's not that important. Everybody, been talking sorry, about why he, but why did he have to say he he not gay? Like, because he's gay. Because you know how it is in the black community. Well, you also know how it is in the black community. Black First men. Of all, don't put Dwight Howard in there with us. Don't put no, no, Dwight no, Howard no, in there with listen. us. Why we don't want Dwight Howard in there with us? Don't put Dwight Howard in there with us. Even though, oh, even though the LGBTQ, even though the LGBTQ plus community. Has made large strides <laughs> in acceptance Why? In, many, in many different sectors. At the end of the day, in Latin and Black culture, it is still very, very difficult for men to feel accepted. And and so, are we really going to call Dwight Howard a man? No, no, we don't know what. What do we want to call him then? He's a big ass, goofy ass kid. That's what he is. He's a kid. Listen, listen. That you sound like you're talking about Zion. But anyway, moving on. Um, Zion, look, right, Mariah look. Mills is is crazy. She's dragging it. Yeah. Is she crazier than a chick from Alabama who may have staged her own kidnapping? That's what I thought we was going to talk about. I thought we was what is wrong with everything nowadays? Maybe she's mad at her man and wanted 
She won attention. Maybe he's not paying her attention. This is the I only way. So do that mean we for, we forgive Jamal from Empire now? Because this was far worse. Oh shit! I forgot to put butter on my salmon. Hold on. <laughs> but I mean, second time. I didn't think the white got caught. Yeah, we know in we know in the LGBT. <laughs> I'm not surprised. We do know in the black community, and especially in the Latinx community. Hey, King, I'm, not I'm trying to throw that in there. It's That's not a black though. thing. Stop doing it's that. Stop trying to put that on no, no, What is wrong with you? Let's be real though. Pete is right though. Peter's Let's right. Let's be real though. Pete my girl, right. my girl's Caribbean. My girl's Jamaican and Trinidadian. She will tell me all the time, like, if you are, if you are a gay man on the island, you oh either God. don't tell a soul or you leave the islands because it's it's just not <laughs> accepted still in many. Caribbean and black cultures. If it's just not. Kick the White Howard off. How the much? Island. How much yeah. reggae we listened to in the nineties that Sublimity was talking about killing gay people? Boy, Come on, bye bye, and the Bati boy dead. I know. You know, like at, at the end of the day, one he's an athlete, okay, what? and and we know and we know. I, I don't care what anybody says. We know that LGBTQ plus ness is not necessarily still very much accepted in major world sports. Ask Michael Sam, ask Jason Collins, ask all these people that the minute they came out and said, I'm an LGBTQ plus player currently playing, you know, there was this feeling like they didn't really get as many opportunities. Dwight's still trying to play in the league. You know, he's still- I feel like you're trying to push me to be like Larry right now. We're not going to blame the reason why they're out the league because they were gay. No, we're not. No, no, we're not blaming the reason why they out the league as to why they gay. I never once said that. I did say that the minute they openly said, "I am a player who identifies as such," let's not act like all of a sudden opportunities that they may have had didn't all of a sudden seem to just evaporate in front of them. I mean, at the end of the day, we have seen okay quarterbacks who can't throw a ball more than five yards continue to get contracts to play for teams, but a guy who plays a position of need, okay, Michael Sam, a guy who plays a position of need, could not get a job on a team after he came out and openly said, I am a gay man playing football, right? Dwight Howard was still trying to get a job. You know damn well Dwight Howard will take a contract in the league if it comes to him. And at the end of the day, Dwight Howard doesn't doesn't want – one as an athlete, two as a black man – he doesn't probably want to admit, even if he is, and if he is, he is, whatever he does in his private life, in his bedroom, in his damn business. But at the end of the day, it, it's all about the optics of it. You're muted. You're muted, Ted. Not when you're out there battering people. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> I look, I mean, Dwight looked like he liked to get his ass eaten. I'm just saying, I'm not shocked that this this is this came out. I'm, I'm not Matt, shocked. Matt, what? Matt, see, what? this leads to a different question. How do you know? That he'd look in the like words like of my daddy. girlfriend Matt, you're doing too much. You're <laughs> that, doing too that, much. That's a, that's a different question. Why Howard carries himself like he 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 he, he looked like he into some freaky shit. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, this this say that. This, like, yeah, you, you, you Matt being real to the shit. I get what you're saying. Fifty Shades of Grey is freaky shit. Looking like you a type of man liking your ass eat by other men. That's on a whole nother level of freaky. Are we really talking about like? It's not freaky. I mean, is? if you if you're gay, like that. Hey, what? <laughs> that's not freaky. 
like really right, but he's also saying he's not gay, right? He's coming out publicly saying I mean, he's not gay. I mean, so if you're you not know, gay, but you, you like getting your ass eaten by other men, that's a little freaky. You know what? He, he said, boy, got a big dick. That's all I'm saying. He said it on it's in the transcript. But the he problem is, the problem is, right? I don't think that this has anything to do with Dwight's inability to get a contract. Let me just be real. I understand the Michael Sam argument, definitely. But okay. Dwight Howard, I feel like um, he should have just settled out of court, bro. Because I think it's going to be some, I think this is going to be an avalanche. Yeah, he's going to settle it out of court, all right? It's already. He's going to settle it out of court. He's going to take it straight. Everything out about it is out except for him. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> Oh man! Woo! Y'all see why I don't write certain stuff down? It's gonna come up anyway. Boy, LeBron just looking at him. LeBron over here. LeBron over here. No, but LeBron probably heard this story. LeBron probably heard this story. It's like, hold up, so you can get pounded out there, but you couldn't get pounded in the post when we needed you in the playoffs. I mean, maybe if he would have, maybe if he would have been not the pounding he wanted. Maybe if I gotta relax though. Maybe if he would have been more open, maybe if he would have been more open about it, maybe he would not have had to hide who he is and probably it would have improved his performance. I mean, outside the bedroom. Maybe if he acted like Dennis Rodman, he'd been all right. People would left him alone. But and I'm not imp- I'm not implementing anything about Dennis Rodman. He lives his life how he leaking, lives. The, leaking the text messages is nasty business, though. Absolutely. Say I, I want to see your dick is nasty business. I think it's nasty business to out somebody like that. I'd never, you know, I was never a fan. I mean, granted, if he's like out there sexually assaulting people, that's a whole different. <laughs> I've, never been, I've never been into outing people. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? The white's been out there for a minute now. Well, not according to him. According to him, I according to him, he's not gay. He's like freaky shit. And that's okay. The way Pete just explained it, I think Siri need to play Pound Town. For Dwight. Yeah, all for I Dwight. Know, for Dwight. We need DMs. We need DMs. Matt's the guy. Because Matt had Deshaun Watson's DMs. Yep. He got Dwight Howard's DMs. <laughs> he had everybody DMs. He's drooling. <laughs> And saying, "Let me see your dick." This is bad. Like this, there's no. It's not bad. It's not what? bad. Listen. Read it. I you read it. A, you act like there's not people. Like you act like we don't know people in our everyday life that out here telling people in the nope. DMs, "I want to see X, Y, and Z." Not, I'm not. I want to see a penis. No, I don't. Know. Well, but no. But you know what? <laughs> the whole other thing. <laughs> At least he asked to see it and then just unsolicited, uh, unsolicitly show it. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it there that was loved and like. I'm That's not, probably the number one problem in the DMs. I'm not sure what was loved and liked though, but there's something he loves. Some images. It's right here too. I'm okay, sure. maybe he liked what he saw and he sent it. Also, take question because you're the only woman on on the show. Why is it? Why is it that all these men? That are always outed for their yeah. unsolicited dick Again, pics. Ask, right? Why is it always the worst dudes? Why is it always the ones that make everybody else look bad? That like getting their ass ate, right? I know it's a mystery to me too. I don't get let me it. Tell you something. I'll never man, forget. I, man, I don't like how you keep something. saying like I know. It's we just always like know. We <laughs> always know when you're about to send an unsolicited um pick, right? It's all. It's, I always know when it's about to happen. 
It'll be like, hey, you know, I'll be like, hey, what's up? I really want to show you something. What Damn. The- <laughs> I feel like this is about to go left. And I'm like, if I like you a little bit, I'm like, look, please don't do this because right now you are about to ruin your shot. Hey, hey, look, I just want to say this to me. Listen, hey, 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 listen, I'm giving you a warning. I'm giving you a warning. Yo, really and, and gentlemen, I'll give you a warning. You want to see something, and you know, you know when you know it's about to be small too. Wait, wait, That's what I keep this? saying. Like, wanna, gentlemen out here. Do you want to yeah. see something naughty? <laughs> Why, are Why are we here? God damn you. No, no, no. Don't ask why we're here because you brought up Dwight Howard. I'm just saying the man like this. How do we get It's always these dudes. as far away from sports content as It's always these dudes that every day of their life waking up and can't see what's in between their legs when they wake up in the morning. You can't do it. And then you send it in the DM. Like, listen, I ain't never, and I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. But I ain't never <laughs> not seen a woman go on social media and complain about an unsolicited dick pic, and it's the unicorn dick. It's a mythical, you know, whatever. It's something. It's never that. It's always something like this. It's always a tic-tac in the goddamn DMs. I just don't like how you and Matt have been just completely talking about dick this whole time. Because <laughs> I like here's my thing. If you gonna send, if you gonna send the DP in the DMs, if you gonna send the DP in the DMs, at least let it be a DP that she goes. What type of DP oh, you talking about? You talking about? <laughs> You know, y'all gotta chill. My dad listens to the show, okay? Well, apparently, Dwight wanted. I know for anybody who knows me and who watches Yellowstone knows that I'm very much Beth Dutton, but <laughs> apparently, it wasn't. Listen, Dwight didn't want the DP. Dwight, Dwight wanted the Subway Triple Play. No, but that's what went down. They had a whole DP that was. He wanted the Subway Triple Play. That's what he wanted. 139 episodes. Don't be this person. Don't be that person that be like, okay, I'm down for whatever, and I want to do this, and I'm and I come to your house, and I start getting all hot and heavy with you and stuff like that, and I know you got money, and then when shit don't go the way I want it to go, then I sue you. That's that what right now. Don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe yeah, because the elite Dwight acts nicely at the beginning, so you can't say he can't say he forced you. The thing is, like, I feel. Let me not, cause I don't victim. I'm surprised White got any money left. I thought he left all his money. White got money. Yeah, do I not? I don't know. You don't know how many people he done DP'd in the silence. Woo! Yeah. All right. I mean, DPs are more DPs are more common than you think. Can we just stop talking about DPs? And he is a black man in Asia right now. So that's a whole fetish. We're talking about dick pictures. Why? You brought up the white in the face. I said him getting his ass. Hey, I said nothing about no dick pictures. I don't know what. Where did we go from there? Do you know what DP means? Yes. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. That's what happened. That's what, happened. that's what they did in the DMs. This is the, this is the wrong conversation to come in one of This this is this is Hi, this episode has to be titled. It, it went down in the DM. <laughs> it went down in the DM. 
so they getting man. so big. Right, they they, they grown, bro. <laughs> Oh man! I want to say, Almost, listen, Matt, Matt. By the next year, they're gonna be bigger than you. Look at her nodding. She nodded. They're, they're, they already are. They're matching on a booster seat right now. So, oh my god, they got so big. I love it, Matt. I love, I love Matt though. Every day, like Matt out here being a good dad, doing his best Nate Robinson impression. Facts. Nate got like how many? Not more than Dwight Howard. I mean, Dwight Howard ain't getting Howard kids just, in the Wasn't the White Howard just in the news for like trying to force his son into being a man? Like this. Oh party yeah, working out or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Dwight Howard is a weird guy. <laughs> he, he he's just a weird guy. Um, yeah. and and speaking of other weird people, let's let's talk about Tavia's favorite ex player, Paul Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> Tape face changed in a heartbeat. Tape face changed quick. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about Paul Pierce. Um, Matt, you you are the all knowing of all information. <laughs> what? Matt got the DMs. <laughs> Matt got the DMs. <laughs> um, nah. Recently, Paul Pierce has said some outlandish shit, <laughs> and he just always yeah. comes off as a hater. Um, the first thing he said, um. Dame Lillard, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo wouldn't make it out the first round in the East. All right. His his reasoning, oh, well, you know, Miami doesn't have the pieces. At this current moment, no, Miami does not have the pieces, but you know how Miami fills out their roster. Not worried about that. Matt, I'm I'm confused on the second thing he said as well. What, What was the other thing he said? Hold on. The first one was the Dame Lillard thing. What was this? What was the fucking second one? I fuck. Paul Pierce has been saying a whole lot of fuckery. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, <laughs> he's just he. Oh my god. What was the fucking <gasps> second? Oh, he said something about KD and 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 Devin Booker and Bradley Bill. They won't make it out the first round. He said that. I don't agree with that either. Um, what else did he say? It was it was something else that was fucking damning. I'm like, he's fucking stupid. I, I'm not. It's not saying that he's. I feel like I'm Tavia now. I'm just putting down Paul Pierce, but Unk is tripping. Something wrong with him. He out here telling uh-huh. people. About, yeah, Paul Pierce. He out here. He tripping. Telling people about the forty dollars special. You gotta relax. You gotta relax. You can't be telling people Dwight about forty dollars special, huh? He might have put Dwight Howard on. Nah, Dwight Howard don't need no more forty dollars specials. He out here. He out here getting the two for one sale. On some on, on some ling ling sauce, and he don't need that type of he don't need that type of work. He got to stop. <laughs> I, I guess you got the receipts on that too, huh, man? <laughs> I mean, I, it's not what he said about the heat is not mm-hmm. completely outlandish, and here's why: because if you look at the proposed deal at what it would take for Port, what Portland is looking for to get Miami uh, to get uh, trade Dame to Miami. You're going to get rid of Tyler Hero, who right now is your starting point guard. You're going to get rid of, you know, um, Duncan Robinson. Okay, you're going to get rid of probably another player off your bench and some and a lot of draft picks, which means your starting point guard is going to be, you know, Dane, right? So, or he's going to go to your two, and you're going to have Richardson or Kyle Lowry as your starting point guard. You still oh. got Butler, you got Caleb, and then you got Caleb Martin. 
Kevin Love's your starting power forward right now. So, you know, right now there's a lot of holes and they don't really have a bench. They didn't have a bench this year and their best bench players both left the heat, okay, this year. So I can understand where he's coming from, from the situation of if the proposed trades that we've seen for Portland to get rid of Lillard actually happen, Miami would deplete its roster so much that Dame's going to have to play a crap load of minutes and a crap load of games. A lot is going to be left on Jimmy Butler. Caleb Martin is going to have to take a big step forward, and so is Bam. And there's really nobody on the bench to really help these guys out. Kyle Lowry's 50 years old in NBA years. Okay, so there, there's a lot there. I can understand what he says about Miami, but what he says about Phoenix, it would take a lot for Phoenix to not be able to get out of the first round with the team that they've assembled right now. Granted, they still don't have a bench in Phoenix, but, you know. They just, they just took. They just took one of our best players off the net. Oh my God. I mean, they don't have they don't have a wide bench. I'm surprised y'all still got I'm surprised y'all still got best players on this. Yeah, they're not they're not gonna go the, the Suns, the Suns are not gonna go you know eight, nine deep. And that's the problem, right? The Suns are not gonna have a bench that allows them to go eight, nine deep. They're probably gonna be a seven man rotation team. And maybe eight if they add somebody else. And that, I think, is going to be Phoenix's biggest problem is how do you keep these guys playing at a high level all season and then also be able to reach that next level in the playoffs, knowing Durant's injury history, knowing Bradley Beal's injury history, all this stuff. Those are the things you got to worry about. Uh, but I think, you know, the same thing we said about the Nets when they had their, their big three and the same thing we say about a lot of teams when they have that big three or big four is they're going to be able to outshoot and outscore most teams on most nights. Oh, and just for the record, I just remember what the stupid shit Paul Pierce said. He said Joker's not a good, pa- not a great passer. He, he, no, he sure. said Joker. He said Joker is not a top five passer uh, well, all I time. That, he did say he's not a great passer too. Yeah, all time. No, he's not a top five passer all time. He's got seventy plus years of NBA history. I don't think Joker's going to be in the top five, but I think he's damn well near one of the top five passing centers of all time. If you want to go that far, yeah. If you include point guards and all these other guards and stuff like that, I guarantee you we could, we could come up with guys who are better passers than Joker that never even got to play in the NBA. But at the end of the day, I don't think I can name a, a big man that's a better passer than Joker. Sabonis. No, I think he's better than Sabonis. He Ooh. averaged more assists than Sabonis. No, not 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 uh, Demontis. I'm talking about Judas. I know who you're talking about. He averaged. But, but Judas was also like. 45 by the time he got to the end. Right. I hear you, but, that's <laughs> but Joker, I feel like Joker's a better passer than he is. If yeah. we're going to go down, if we're, I granted, top five passes of all time. I mean, Kevin Love was a great passer. Yeah. He's Marcus Wall is a great, great outlet. He's a great, he's a great outlet, outlet passer. Yeah. But as far as setting people up and like back to the basket, setting up other players and getting the ball to where it needs to get to. I don't know too many big mans that can do what he do. Both Gasols. I'd put both Gasols up there, Powell and Mark. I wouldn't um, put them above Joker, though. No, probably they, not above Joker. Wrong. They are great passers. I do I do like – Oddly Kyle. enough, I think one of the best passing big men wasn't even a, 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 a great NBA player. <laughs> Boris Diaw was fantastic as a passer. Yeah. Um, and, and Boris Diaw did a lot of it. Um, you know – 
oddly enough, another guy that didn't really get a lot of playing time, wasn't really a huge star. Spencer Halls was a great passer, uh, played primarily for Philadelphia. Him. Fucking hated him. You know, and a lot of a lot of the guys back in the day, you know, also were good passers. I mean, H- uh, Hakeem was a great okay. passer out of the post. Dream was a great passer. Um, Duncan was a really good passer as well. Oh, uh, who else? I can, uh... But also, a lot of the game back then was it was outside in, so you were going to the inside and finishing inside. It's a lot different nowadays because the game played on the outside. So you do need big men to pass a lot better. Al Horford is probably one of the best passing big men in the league right now alongside Joker. So, Queen, how do you feel about what Paul Pierce said? I know, you know, he, he I know he just be saying stuff, but realistically about what he said with the Heat. Um, how- I mean, that's not a fair assessment. I said, you know, yes, they gave away a lot of pieces. They're going to be giving away a lot of pieces for this game trade. But the thing is, there's something to be said about the Heat's ability to make a lot out of nothing and almost mm-hmm. nothing. And Jimmy Butler needs help. And I feel like Dame Lillard is a great help for Jimmy Butler. And I feel like if you have Dame Lillard on that team, they'll automatically get better. And I do think they make it out the first round. 32 points These people, game, this Heat team took some of y'all favorite teams to the brink. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but guys who are at Wegmans. But nobody. Out of nowhere. So I, I think Paul Pierce is talking out his ass. Always. And, I, you know, to say, to move the goalpost about, uh, what's his name? Um, Joker, right? Jokic. Mm-hmm. Of course he's not going to be one of the best passers of all time because he's not a freaking point guard or a shooting guard. He's a he's a big man. But he, could he be one of the best passing big men of all time? You mother, Yeah, you're right. He can be. Yeah, it was damn near a triple-double. So, come on, please. <laughs> I don't know too many centers that average more assists than him. Did he average a triple-double his whole career? I don't know. All right, so he should shut up then. Hmm. $40 specials is getting the best of him. Man, you need $40 specials, bro. I know times is rough, Matt, but stop, stop speaking about your life on this show. Like, what? That's not me. That's wrong. Don't do that. <laughs> stop. We're not talking about that either. That's not yeah. the show for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete, um, you have a very interesting name today, Dan Snyder. Um, who was basically out here about to snitch on the whole NFL and they actually turned on him. Uh, now has to pretty much sell everything. What's the story on that? Well, it was approved today. Two stories about Dan Snyder happening today. Um, First off, the Washington Commanders no longer belong to Dan Snyder. Uh, Today, during a special session, NFL owners unanimously approved the sale of the Commanders from Dan Snyder to a group led by uh, investor Josh Harris. That group also includes Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson will be a partial owner of the Washington Commanders moving forward. So Dan Snyder, no longer the owner of the Washington Commanders. They did sell for $6.05 billion. Almost, almost, um, well, six, $6 billion, 50 million. And that is the highest amount for any North American sports franchise so far. Um, 
You know, he's been the sole owner of the commander since 1999, him and his family. And that has, it has been rocky since then. Um, the second story about Dan Snyder is, by the way, we're, we're, we're kicking you out of the NFL, but here, let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. As Dan Snyder was fined $60 million by the NFL after the um, investigation report was released, after the official sale of the commanders was approved. Um, this was a review, uh, an, an investigation um, that was led by former U.S. attorney and uh, SEC chair Mary Jo White, uh, looking into harassment allegations by a former commander's employee, as well as claims of financial misconduct. And the report came out and said that it substantiated that Dan Snyder, while owner of the commanders, did sexually harass um, Tiffany Johnson, a former commander's employee, as well as underwent deliberate underreporting, and that is a direct quote from the investigation report, underwent deliberate underreporting of income under visiting team share rules, which required teams to donate 40% of total ticket sales to a league-wide fund. So it's basically profit sharing. You get a certain amount of ticket sales. You, you know, 40% of that goes into this pool. And Dan Snyder went into, uh, allowed for deliberate underreporting of, of that. Um, I believe it said here, uh, he, $11 million in commander's revenue had been improperly shielded from NFL revenue sharing rules. Um, <clears throat> and while the report could neither confirm or deny that he was directly involved in the shielding of the money, they were able to conclude that he was aware and supportive of the club's efforts to minimize its revenue sharing obligations, which violated NFL sharing rules, as well as an additional variety of transactions and accounting en entries uh, that raised further questions about whether the commanders had also shielded other revenue for the league. So <clears throat> your team, oh, by the way, you owe us $60 million on the way out. Um, and, and listen, if, if I'm Dan Snyder, I'm worried about IRS. I'm worried about the SEC. I'm worried about further financial problems that could come up because if you're improperly reporting the income that your team is making so that you can get around the money you have to give in revenue sharing, I can only imagine how that, how that reflects when you have to report income from your business to the SEC or to the IRS uh, and things like that. Because if you're, if you're hiding it in one place, you got to hide it somewhere else to make all the paperwork add up. Matt, your thoughts on this? I'm not going to hold it. I wasn't even listening because my baby tooth just came out. <laughs> I'm not like, oh. I'm, I'm being okay, a Your baby tooth finally came out. I'm so proud of you, Matt. <laughs> I'm like the tooth fairy. They teeth always come out around when they're, when they're with me for some reason. I don't get it. Oh, congratulations oh. to her. But um, that's amazing. <laughs> Which tooth? Was it the front tooth? Yeah. When my daughter's front tooth came out, I gave her a hundred bucks. Hey, don't, don't put that out. Matt, you were saying earlier how when much my daughter's front tooth came out. I gave her hundred dollars. Oh, look at that. Hey, okay. Fairy, gotta come and give you money, baby. 
You were saying, Matt, earlier, how much is Dan Snyder worth? Yes. What was it, $9 billion? Uh, $4 billion, I believe. $4 billion. Tay, you've worked in the business world. You've worked around people that have large net worths for a long time in your life. I was telling this to Matt earlier. Your net worth and how much you have in liquid is com usually completely different. Yes. You know, so he may be worth $4 billion. The man may not have $60 million liquid to pay back the NFL. $60 million is a lot of money. I don't care how much you're worth. You for sure don't have $60 million. What is this gift that everybody keeps talking about? What are they talking about? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's, it's, not, um, it's not for this show. Well, and the question: Does that mean they get to change that stupid ass name now? Because the, the commanders well, it, they can change the team name, but I think that also requires an NFL process to go. Because remember, you got to also worry about uh, um, um, uh, merchandise on hand. So, like for example, right. they're, they're, they're like with LeBron. LeBron just changed his number back to twenty three. He's not going to wear six anymore in honor of Bill Russell. He's going to go back to twenty three. So now. The usually the NFL, the NBA would require a certain amount of time because they need to be able to account for whatever's still out there and make new ones as well. So it's the same thing with the NFL and the name change. But I will say this I don't know if Washington's going to be trash. I think they may be the worst team in their division, but I think that's also not really saying much because Washington has the ability to overachieve. Ron Rivera has always gotten the most out of his teams, and I think getting rid of the distraction that is Dan Snyder, that is everything that that ownership group has not allowed, you would think – if there's one thing I could say, ownership groups that include Magic Johnson have usually shown that they're willing to do what needs to be done to make the team better and more competitive. And, you know, right now with them coming in, I guarantee you this is going to be an ownership group that wants to get the most out of the commanders – um, they also know exactly what division they're in. You're in there with Philly. You're in there with the Giants. Um, why am I forgetting the fourth team in that division? Cowgirls. There we go. The cow. The cowgirls. Right. You know. So you know they're going to come in and do something. There's not much they can do right now because most of the uh, you know league stuff's already done. But I would mm -hmm. say I wouldn't be surprised if Washington kind of overperforms this year as a way of just like. You know, this is what we're really capable of. And then I'd be very, very interested in what they do next offseason to how this ownership team starts to change the team to meet what it wants to do moving forward. Okay. Queen, your thoughts on this whole um, situation? I just gave my thoughts. You did give your thoughts. Sorry. You definitely did. You definitely did. I had to. Spin the block real quick. Just make sure. Um, just just to add on again, I agree with Pete's. It's this is going to be an unfolding situation. This is not just mm -hmm. as simple as him getting kicked out the NFL and having to give up the team. I think it's going to devolve into way more. You know, finding out what happened to this money, what happened to this fund, what happened to this and that. Yeah. All right, Matt, any final words? I know you, you got to step off. The Giants are a bunch of hoes for what y'all are doing to Saquon Barkley. And that's all I'm saying. Sad. Wow. Yep. Y'all paid and, that and, 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 back and then and you guys paid and you guys are paying Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So. 
Way better than Daniel Jones. Hey, well, at least we at least we know Daniel Jones gonna be here. Yeah, he's gonna be there. But what's he gonna do without Saquon Barkley? <laughs> the same the same thing. Um uh, he name? didn't play Robbie with him did. for he didn't play with him for a few quite a few weeks. I mean <laughs> and then did nothing. Nothing. They won. They won a couple games without Saquon. I'm just joking. Saquon Barkley. I, yeah, what y'all did with some? And they went shit. far without Sterling you know. Shepard too. Right. Y'all did some whole shit that was not even right. I feel like they gave the wrong person the money. They friend. They should have franchise tagged freaking Daniel Jones and fucking gave Saquon Barkley that money. That I agree with. But it's yeah. just it's fucked up what they're doing. The running backs in the league. It's like. We were just talking about Dwight Howard, right? And and and, and, and you know, like certain athletes get stigma with certain things, so that they get pushed out of the league. I feel mm-hmm. like there's a stigma that there's a life capacity on running backs, just like there's a life capacity on big men in in, in the NBA. So that's why a lot of the good big men that we are used to seeing are getting pushed out of the league. Like even Joel Embiid, he's going to get pushed to obscurity real real soon. Being that he's not winning, so I mean, it's just like I said. Right now, we're talking about Saquon Barkley. I feel like it's fucked up what they're doing to him, just like it's fucked up what they're doing to Tony Pollard. But then again, he got injured, so he has to bounce back from that leg injury. So I kind of get it, but I don't get it. This is like Christian McCaffrey happening all over again. But it is what it is. I holler at you guys. Love you guys. I'm out. Love you too. Bye. Love you too, buddy. Bye. Um, I do agree with what you said, Tay. Um, they sh- um, as well as what Matt said, they should have uh, franchise tag Jones because yeah. Jones Jones has a higher chance of wanting to stay than 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 now Saquon does. Like you could have got away with that with Daniel Jones. Um, but I'm thinking that my my thought process with that, I'm thinking that the Giants are like, well, you were injured. Half the time you've been here, that is true, and you know, like just like Zeke, who in, in Dallas, who's injured half the time they got there, he easily get released. But, um, and that's the thing, too. If Saquon, for whatever reason, decides, oh, he's thinking because he's thinking about sitting out, they're running backs on the market. The Giants can go pick up Ezekiel Elliott. Though I do not agree with it, it's still a a, a bat that they would be able to use. But that doesn't solve the issue in paying Saquon. Pay this man his money. Yeah, pay him his money. Pay him his money. <laughs> pay, him his, pay him his damn money. Um, what else we have? Oh, so, I know we, we probably all sick and tired, just like the people in Philadelphia, but this damn process... Bro, Joel Embiid and and the damn process. Apparently, he is. Uh, he told his team in Philadelphia that um, he just wants to win a championship, whether it's in Philly or not. Do you think mm-hmm. that he has the right to say something like that? No, I don't think so. Um, I feel like he has underperformed. He's also played up to his worth on teams that just were not um, meant for for him. Mm-hmm. I think that the Philadelphia 76ers, they had a lot of freaking expectations, especially over the past three, four years. P- 
people were talking championship level team. You get what I'm saying? Like, and they have serially underperformed. Hold on, I gotta get back on the screen because Pete wanna be motherfucking Keith Sweat. My my girlfriend. <laughs> like, the fuck? Of course, you had to leave during the teams, during the, the, the podcast, and it's awkward just to have one person on the screen talking to two dots. <laughs> right. I appreciate you. I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back. Just, 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 she just left. Yeah, she just oh, left. Oh, oh, yeah. You was crying. I wasn't crying. She was. Oh, she's coming back. She is. How long she's gone? Five days. Good. <laughs> I told her enjoy herself. She's going out for uh, a she's going out for a quinceanera, so they're leaving a day early. Quinceanera. Um, That's she's not Mexican. No, her um, best, no, it's her, it's her best, her best friend's family, but she's very close with her best friend's family. So they invited her to the quinceanera. So her and her best friend are flying out to Houston. Uh, they're getting there a day early, then they're doing the weekend there, and then they're coming back. I think it's uh, Monday night or Tuesday. They're coming back. You're gonna say she's crying, and your eyes look, your glasses look all fogged. That's because I'm high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> she, she, she was glad to get out the mechanic shop with all them auto parts in the house. <laughs> <laughs> those, are all her, those are all her Christmas gifts. No, when I tell you, this, this, this apartment is basically all packed up. I mean, I, I really like my living room looks really empty compared to what it's been the last um, two years. I basically just have the kitchen, the bathroom, and uh, the furniture and whatever we're living with right now that left <laughs> to be packed. But, uh, yeah, this this part it's really weird. Like I just took shelving off this back wall. Um, because this, mm. this whole thing had shelves on. I just took all those down, took all the 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 screws out the wall, and I'm like, yo, this whole living room looks mad different. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'll be here for another month, but it's just like I'm already a month away from moving, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like I said to you before, congratulations. You know, you've been working on this, y'all too, definitely, you know. Definitely deserve each other, and, and and I know y'all look forward to having a brand new life now. Oh yeah, especially one where the bills are cheaper. Can't go that, wrong there. When you're, when you're moving up in apartment size, but your rent number is moving down, it's just like what is life? Right. What is life beautiful, right now? Beautiful. Um, before I switch the question to you, um, shout out to Randy of, of Backstage Bro. What's good, Randy? Philly's problem isn't Embiid. And he's given the Sixers years worth of performance, and now he's the MVP. But he's worthy of saying that when his co-stars stay selling in the playoffs, basically. <laughs> um, they definitely choked this year in Boston, and he got to play a season where he's not nicked up. And it's always something with his health, which is true, which is true. Um, to, to piggyback over that, that's the reason why, in my opinion, you kind of say, well, for your first whole last two years in the league, you weren't playing. <laughs> and and you were part of the reason why we are where we are now. So like what what's the deal? I mean, when we look at when we look at um when we look at what they've done, I mean it, 2012, 2000, this is a ten this is ten years now. Like this is ten, mm-hmm. almost eleven years that we're still talking about things with the process, right? And we, we forget it started with 
Michael Carter Williams being drafted to replace Drew Holiday. Right. Um, and then you all, you get Embiid in 2014. Right. Um, you know, you go and you, you, you're trying to do some other things with that. And then you go and you get some other players that don't get Jaleel Okafor, who isn't even in the league anymore. Right. Um, you go ahead and you get Fultz, who is finally redeveloping his game out in Orlando. Right. You know, so there's been so much going on here, and you finally had, and Rand, you know, Randy's right. Embiid's not the problem. Embiid's not the problem. Embiid has given them the best that they've gotten out of the process. Embiid's the only thing, besides maybe Tobias Harris, but Embiid's the only thing that has been productive about the process in city. And you have a man who is an MVP caliber player. And the problem in Philly is that they are not surrounding him and, 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 and screw James Harden. I'm sorry. They're not surrounding him with a quality enough team to make deep runs. And this is the problem because they are putting the brunt of the emphasis on Embiid and he's doing his job, but one man does not win you a championship. Joker couldn't do it alone in Denver, he needed players around him. And, and we're not talking about outside of maybe one, one other guy on that team. It's not really stars. Aaron Gordon, former high-round draft pick, thought he was going to be a star. This man is a complimentary piece on a team. Michael Porter Jr. is never going to be the star everybody thought he was going to be coming out of the draft. But he is a complimentary piece that is able to give you what you need on a given night to be enough to take the load off of your star plates. And they don't have that in Philly. They don't, right? If you saw the same thing in 2001, they did not have a team around Iverson. The best player that Iverson had on his team was a 10,000-year-old Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and he took them all the way, but couldn't get over the hump at the end. And I don't blame him. The fact that he, he willed that team to the NBA Finals on the strength of his incredible play and Dikembe Mutombo holding up for another playoff run at 10,000 years old. I mean, it's ridiculous. Imagine if you had a player of AI's caliber. Imagine if Embiid was paired with a player of AI's caliber on that Philly team. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking with gas. The problem with Philly is they've got the stove. They've got the recipe. They know what they want to make but they don't got the pots and pans and nobody paid the gas bill to have any flame to put it all together. And that's the biggest problem in Philly right now. You got the ingredients, you know what you want to make. You got the tools to get there, but you're not putting it together and you're not putting gas on this. And, 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 if, and if, if Embiid leaves and goes to a team and wins a title, Philly will never live that down. Philly will never live that down. Philly shouldn't have ran off Ben Simmons. That's one. Philly should, shouldn't have chose Tobias Harris over over Jimmy Buck. Um, Philly, uh, the whole Marcus false thing. I can't blame them at the time. You know, like like you invested uh, a certain draft pick, and it didn't look like he would get to where they needed him to be at. Whatever, but 
a lot of this is just on Philadelphia itself. Um, I don't know what they need to do, but they need to do something fast because you're running out of prime years of Joel Embiid. And if Joel Embiid could turn into a solid piece on a championship team for somebody else, as you said, Philly's going to regret it. Because nobody's going to go to Philadelphia after after Joel Embiid leaves. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, and they Rim- had the last two years was probably mm-hmm. the best teams that they had. I'm not counting last year. But yeah. you had Tobias Harris starting from mm-hmm. 2019, right? You ended up getting um, – you had Al Horford come on that team, right? You had Al Horford come down. You you had you, – you got a coach – that regardless of what his playoff record is, has, has, has led teams to the playoffs, right? Um, you had players like Seth Curry, right, on that team, you know, and you were not able to put it all together for a long time. And, and now you're only getting worse because now your players want to leave, you know. Simmons was a bust. I mean, I'm sorry. Simmons was a bust. You know, Simmons was a bust. Fultz was a bust. But again, I also, I, I also, you also have to start to wonder at what point do they start? Like we could point the finger at Markel Fultz, we could point the finger at Ben Simmons, we could point the finger at Jaleel Okafor, um, and there was one other center that they got as well. Um, Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel. We could, we could point the finger at all of them. We can. But you all know the old saying: for every finger you're pointing in one direction, it's four pointing the other way. So at what point does Philly have to start pointing at itself and saying, we've had multiple number one draft picks and either we didn't know how to develop them and have the right player development team in house, or we don't know how to fucking draft because we drafted busts with multiple number one or top five picks. Cause like at the point where you've had five, five of them and only one, one has been a productive player. There's a problem there. Because everybody thought Noel was going to be a top five player. People thought Jaleel Okafor was going to be a game changer. People thought Ben Simmons was going to be a game changer. Oh, he's six foot seven, playing point guard. Reminds you of the way that Magic used to move. He could pass with the best of them. One of the best pure passes i ever seen. He's only 18 years old, right? People thought Fultz was going to be good. All four of them have been busts. And then Bede was this close. And Bede was this close to being a bust. And but turned he's it around. Turning around. He's an amazing player. I, I don't want to take it away from him. He's an amazing player. And I feel like the team itself has not performed up to expectations. And I think it begs to differ. Either he stays there and continues to, to wait for the team to rebuild or he goes somewhere else and hedges his bets. It would be a shame if he can't compete for a championship either. But then we get into this whole thing: Are we chasing glory or chasing rings? Yeah, it's, it's the it's the Dame Lily conversation. But I, I Honestly, think, I think Tay, you know, you know how it is now, especially now with these generations. I mean, we grew up in generations where there are multiple Hall of Fame players that never sniffed a championship. Um, and at the end of the day. Nowadays, unfortunately, the, the, the generations of sports fans now rank you based on how well you do championship wise, right? Um, and so to them, I mean, 
if if Embiid never wins a title, Embiid could have all the MVPs and everything. If you don't win a title, people are going to look down on Embiid's career. People like you and I, people like Dre, people who have been around this game and other sports for a long time are going to understand that you can be a Hall of Fame great player and never win a championship. But a lot of, a lot of these younger fans aren't. And the thing is, remember, he's only signed until the 25-26 season. So he's got three more seasons, and then he's got a player option in year four. And then if he if he opts in, he's got a uh, he's an unrestricted free agent the following year in 2027. So 2627 is the big 2526 is the big year because that's his last year fully under contract with with the Philadelphia 76ers. So as we start getting closer to that, his contract's going to look a lot better and easier to trade. Um, you know, granted his base salary is ridiculous. He's making 47 million, almost 46.7, 47.6 million this year, jumps up to 51 and a half next year, 55 the year after that. But let's be honest. Yeah, that money's not gonna matter in a little bit, though. He has a player option when he's 32. So he's still gonna have some productive years to give another team. Um, Randy said this, and we're going to move on after this to the uh, final topic. That um, He says, Nick Nurse is a good coach, better than Doc Rivers. Um, they do need to make a trade, and soon. If they snag Paul George, it can help, plus um, give Max City keys. Yep. Um, also said, Ben Simmons ain't a bust. He has this year, right now, this year? He has to show something. Who? Yes. Oh, yeah. I this disagree year, with Randy. I think Ben Simmons is a bust. I think this year he has to, he has to show something. Folks, got it together. Okafor was lazy. We, we know these things. But uh, the Sixers have to do something or they're going to lose Joel Embiid. Point blank, simple. And the way it, this is a player's league now. If Joel wants to leave, they will grant him, him to leave. Um, I don't know who that is from um, Cedar Hill, Texas, but shout out to you for watching. Um, and whoever pops up on Facebook, please um, just put your name inside the comment because we can't see all the comments. <laughs> the the free agent class that he's going to be in, he's going to come out. He's going to, and if he doesn't opt in, I should say, and he becomes mm-hmm. a free agent in 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 twenty six, twenty seven, he's right, after please. the big class. Mm-hmm. So the class right before him. The 2025-26 free agents, De'Aaron Fox, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Bam, Giannis, all of them. That's the year after, year before he opts out, if he opts out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's if we're looking at 2027, you know, free agents in the NBA, he might be in a class all to himself. You know what team really wants to opt out of this the, this current season? Oh, Yo the team, the, the, the team that we were just speaking about last episode that were eight games over five hundred in the MLB and now are just atrocious, last in the AL East. We are talking about the beloved New York Yankees. Um, first of all, people keep getting injured. <laughs> That's one. Second. 
again, they do not have any utility players, and they did not make any moves to, to get them any utility players. So they have all they have all power hitters that don't know how to hit the ball to the ground, and and they're getting smoked. And listen, their pitching is garbage. Their defense is, is just as bad. What what are the Yankees doing, Jay? Like, what's going on? <laughs> hey, right. You mute it. You mute it, Queen. You mute it. If you knew I was muted, why would you call on me? I, I know I use muted. I'm just you know <laughs> trying to get you to get a few words in because <laughs> Pete, Pete, you know Pete gonna carry this. <laughs> um. <laughs> But like you said, they didn't make any suitable replacements, um, knowing that a lot of their key players have gone down to injury. You know, we knew that this season was going to be a roller coaster once Judge went out. Um, did I think they were going to be so abysmal at this point? No, I didn't. I thought that they would stay maybe like close to 500, you know, still in the conversations. But you know, me being that stubborn Yankee fan, I'm always thinking that they're at 500 and they're doing terribly. So, with that being said, this year is basically a bust for them at this point. I mean, we are above 500 right now. We are still three. We are last in the division. Don't get me wrong. We are last in the division. Um but we are still above 500. Every team in the division is above 500. We are three games above 500, 50 and 47. Um, we are nowhere near the worst team in the American League just yet. That still belongs to Oakland and Kansas City. We are at least 20-something games better than they are. Um, funny enough, uh, the Yankees, with their record, would be first in the NL Central. And we'd be third. I mean, AL Central. And we'd be third in the AL West. We'd be right, third in right. the AL West. We'd be in the middle of the pack of the National League East. We'd be in the third in the National League Central. And we would be, you know, close to the bottom in the National League West. So, you know, the East has been an incredibly hard division when, when we say it like that. So, you know, there's that. And I said this a couple of I said this a couple of weeks ago when we spoke about this. If I told you at the beginning of the year that Carlos Rodon would have missed the first three months, three and a half months of the season, uh, Frankie Montas still has not pitched. Uh, Luis Severino was going to be on the injured list for at least a month and a half uh, and still be finding himself. We would lose our best reliever um, in, in the bullpen, uh, you know, relief pitcher. Uh, that Aaron Judge was going to go down, that Harrison Bader was going to be on and off the injured list, that uh, that um, uh, that Josh Donaldson would be hitting under 200, that DJ LeMahieu would be hitting 100 points below his his na- his regular average. Okay, was that he hitting Andy- like one one something. I think Josh Donaldson is. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Donaldson's hitting like one something. When when you're when you're looking at that right when I when if I were to tell you all of that before the beginning of the year right now that our best batting average of our starters um, is Glaber Torres at two sixty three, you know if I were to tell you that leading the team right now in home runs 
not named Aaron Judge, was Glaber Torres with 14 and the rookie shortstop Anthony Volpe with 13, right? If I told you these things at the beginning of the season, okay, that we were going to be leaning on guys like Willie Calhoun and Billy McKinney, okay, and guys like that, that, you know, there were guys who, Nestor Cortez is on the 60-day DL. Jonathan Loisica still has not thrown a pitch this season, right? If I told you all those things at the beginning of the season, you would not think that the Yankees would have been in third place in the division going into the All-Star break. You would not think we were above well, we were going to be above 500 right now on July 20th. None of that. And all of that is true. Everything that I just said is true. We fired our hitting coach for the first time in season in like the last 15 plus years. And yet we are three games above 500. We may be last in our own division, but if the season were to end right now, if the season were to end right now, um, we would, if I'm not mistaken, let me see here. uh, Division winner, division winner, division winner. We would not make the wild card, but you know, we still would have a we're still in the in the fight. Okay, if I'm looking at it right now, the wild card standings, we are actually one, two, three, four, fifth in the wild card standings, mm-hmm. only a game behind the Red Sox. Tampa Bay and Toronto right now are the top two teams. Right now, it looks like three teams in the AL in the in the AL East, okay, are going to make the playoffs. If the season ended right now, the Baltimore Orioles would win the division. Tampa Bay and Toronto would get two of the wild card spots as well. So are we underperforming? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we a shit team? Yes. They did not do really anything to make this team better from last year to this year, besides locking up Aaron Judge for, for 10 years. Um, they need a lot of help. They need a lot of young help. They need a lot of hitting help. They need to get back to the basics of hitting. And uh, I I get it that baseball is no longer a station-to-station game, but there is something to be said about solid uh, across-the-field hitting. And we need to really start building that offense. There are players in our farm system that are going to be good, that if they translate on the major league level, could change the entire complexity of this team. I think Volpe is going to be great. Uh, He's he's not going to be Jeter. No one will ever be Jeter. But he's going to be great. Um, I'm, I am a Yankee fan who grew up during the age where you get a lot of spoiled Yankee fans, but I also understand that it's probably better for us just to say, you know what, let's just, let's just start rebuilding. I don't think we should start selling things unless we have to, but I do think that at this point, this is not a trade the farm for sure. I would love Shohei Otani. Don't get me wrong, but this is not this is not a trade the farm for Shohei Otani and get him this year and hope we make the playoffs. At this point, it's let's reassess this entire team top to bottom. Let's start figuring out now in mid-July what do we need to make this team a competitive team for years to come. You have Garrett Cole. You have good pieces in Nestor Cortez. Hopefully Frankie Montas is actually something after he comes out of this surgery. You know, we may have some pieces on the offense. How do we make this team better, and how do we build it? Because that's what made the Yankees so great in the 90s and the 2000s. They found out where the deficiencies were, they filled the holes, and they kept the core together. 
and that was the key. And we haven't done that. We have not done that for a while. There's no real core. I think that's what the problem is. Right. Yeah. Well, right now it's Judge and Anthony Volpe. Those are the two pieces on the offensive side. That's and not enough for a core. Right, right. You have players in the minors that I think come up. Uh, you got the Martian uh, right now playing in double A. You've got players who can make up a future core led by an Aaron Judge. The problem is they need to get players around. Same thing we said about Embiid in Philly. We need to get players to start to surround this team that are actually going to be good. I think the the a lot of the things times with the Yankees, because the Yankees is, you know, if we're talking about large market teams, they are the biggest of the large market teams and they have the biggest wallet. That's not working for them anymore. You can't just, you know, you can't just bring in people and just give them the bag and then and, and make them a core. The Yankees have to build a core now. And if they don't, the Yankees will, will be in, in this pit for a long time. And at the end of the day, Cashman um, asked me to be lit on fire at this point. Because some, something has to be done. This is not the Yankees that we've known. And, and, and this is not like a, us sounding like, like older people. This is the Yankees have 27 championships. You expect the Yankees to be in the race every single year. It hasn't been like that. It has to go back to that. So. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is the Eurosport show. Um, Shouts to BK Matt. Shouts to the Queen. Shouts to the voice of Generation Pete Rosado. Shouts to you guys. Shouts to myself. Uh, a lot of good things going on with all of us. Um, the summer, it's been hot. And yo, I'm over it. I'm over the yeah, summer. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm over it. Done. I've never been a summer person, honestly. Not since I've like grown up. Mm-hmm. And since summer doesn't mean the same thing for me because yeah. I'm always working. Yeah, but um, summer for you is crazy. <laughs> but before uh, we sign off, I just want to say um, rest in peace forever to uh, my cousin Bashar also known as Pop Smoke. Uh, today would have been his 24th birthday. So, happy birthday in heaven. Let's go. Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. Happy birthday in heaven, Pop Smoke. So, once again, for the voice of the generation, Pete Rosado, for BK Matt, for the queen, Queen Tay, it is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace.